What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 105. My name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend, Brett Roberts. As always, welcome one, welcome all to Haptic Intel's video game podcast, uh, talking about video games and other things that we want to talk about. You know how the phrase goes, that tickles our dills. Anyway, I'm joined by my friend, Brett Roberts. Brett, how are you? What's going on? I'm, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm alive. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We have a we have a pretty packed show, and there's a lot of stuff that I am excited to talk to you about. Um, right from right from the top all the way down to the bottom. So, yeah, a lot to talk about. Um, originally the show actually was we had less stories to talk about, but a couple of things kind of broke throughout the day that we'll touch on. But yeah, we have can't a few, wait. Yeah, we we have a few that we're really gonna um dive dive deep into, and I'm excited. Um. I'm excited about that. I'm also excited to talk about Tears of the Kingdom with you a little bit. Uh, we're both playing it. It came out. And uh, yeah. So yeah. how are you? I'm good, man. I've uh, been really busy. It's starting to get hot out and I don't like mm -hmm. it. And I'm getting hot and uh, sweating and all that. Yeah. Well, it's bound to happen. So, I don't like that. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. That's no, all right. Anyway, this is Haptic Intel's video game podcast. Today, here's what we're talking about for you. We're going to talk about uh, Little Tears of the Kingdom, like we said, and what we're playing and watching. Little and Tears doing. of the Kingdom. Well, Little Tears of the Kingdom. We got a couple of sounds upcoming. Like... Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say it sounds like the island a pedophile would live on. Little Tears of the Kingdom Island, dude. All right. Then we have some upcoming video game releases for you. Uh, talking about AEW, obviously, that is that is what the main live uh Whatever. Talking about AEW fight forever and potential shadow drop. Lots of stuff came out yesterday. More stuff came out today. Uh, things are getting crazy around that game. And, you know, we're both wrestling fans, especially Brett. Brett loves AEW. He loves Tony Khan. He, he makes out with him all the time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're talking about AEW fight forever. Some stuff about that. Then we have Amazon making a Lord of the Rings MMORPG. <laughs> We have Disney making a Smash clone. We have Overwatch 2 fucking canceling the PvE mode. Although, sub dude, that story is so fucking dumb. They're, I can't. They're, they're changing. I literally, we're going to get into it. We'll get into it. I can't wait for that. We're going to get into it. And I'll tell you right now, folks, if you, you know, just, you might not want to be here for that one because it's not going to be pretty. Uh, then more Bloodborne remaster uh, speculation, news, rumors, leaks, whatever you want to call it, through a weird anime channel. So stick around for that. And then also talking about Resident Evil 9, some, some rumors about that. That one's a little looser. However, there's some stuff that supports it. And also just to kind of speculate, I think it'll be fun because I think it's obvious that Capcom's making another Resident Evil game. So that's the show. There's a lot to the show today talking about a lot and it's all good and i like it but let's start the show as we always do with talking about what we're playing watching reading doing whatever our media consumption update as we call it brett would you like to go first or do you want me to go first you can go first all right i'll go first um and i'll blow through everything and i'll i'll skip tears of the kingdom we'll talk about that maybe at the end of your section as we kind of lead into the show proper if that's okay with you yeah did we get a chance to talk about uh jedi survivor we didn't so we should do that a little bit too. I Just a little bit. Yeah, I'll I'll end my section with that to transition. To that it. works. Yes. Um. So first of all, movies. I watched this little film called Artifice Girl. Um. It's about artificial intelligence, and let me tell you something. If I could summarize, well, actually, my letterbox review says it says it all. I'm glad that this movie exists. Wow. Um, it is a really 
special, nice little movie um, that tackles AI in an interesting way that I don't think we've seen before in media um, or, or film at the very least. And it's basically the entire movie is just four or five actors. Um, it, it mainly 75% of it takes place in one location. 25% of it takes place in another location. And I think particularly the first two acts of this film are really some of the strongest I've ever seen in a movie, maybe in my entire life. Like it is just, it is just a couple of actors in a room just doing their thing, you know, just, just guys being dudes and they're not rocking. They're not all guys. There's female actors in there too. I'm just going to be dudes. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, it's just, it's just a bunch of guys being dudes and just people acting. And one of the people acting is also the director of the film. I forget his mm. name off the top of my head. Um, but dude, it's really fucking good. And it's really, really scary and unsettling and also endearing and also really touch Like it's listen, just watch this movie. What's the country of origin? Is this an American film? It's a, yeah. It's a U.S. film. Yeah. So cool. I'll check it really, out. Really, really good short 90 minutes. Uh, it's about AI. Um, basically the actually I'm not even gonna tell you what the premise is because I went in not knowing what the premise was. And do you find out what the premise is in the first couple of minutes? And it's like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> it's like it's it's AI as a centerpiece, but how they leverage it as a story device is like pretty mind blowing, to be honest. Yeah, and I remember the night you watched it, you said that I would be really, really interested in it. So yeah. Same thing yeah, with our friend Brandon, and he said he watched it since and loved it. So, oh, really? I, I didn't catch yeah. that. Yeah. Good. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, TV and anime. Uh, I'm still watching Succession. Um, I'm doing this thing with Succession where I watch four, five, or six episodes at a time, really close back to back, and then at the end of my little, not maybe not at, in a single setting, but after my little, you know, go through, I'm like, whew, I need a break. Yeah, I need a break for a couple it's days. A lot, and then I'll go watch more. And particularly uh, season three of episode, or yeah, or see episode three of season four, um, is really just one of the strongest episodes of television I've ever seen in my life, and fucking awesome. Succession slaps. Uh, it is quickly working its way to the top of my goat list, um, for television. And um, I don't know. I'll have more to say, I guess, when we finish. But there's two episodes left. I'm gonna try to watch live next week, so I have four episodes i think four or five episodes to be able to do that so yeah yeah uh also watching ted lasso still on apple tv plus that show is great yes i have a question are you caught up on ted lasso yeah i am i heard this new season isn't good i like it any difference in dropping quality at all no i know i people don't like the new season oh really yeah the uh central plot point is about being gay um with one of the footballers but that's why people okay. don't like it. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I like Not, it. It doesn't make sense. Like it makes it. sense that people yeah. are busy. I think I, I understand some fair criticisms where it's like, there's not as much Ted in this season. And the show is named after him, but I, and I do see that. I think that's a valid argument. However, the last episode proves why they were doing it that way. And when you get Ted, like the whole show is centers around him. Obviously when you get him at his best, it is, fucking phenomenal and this last episode is a tearjerker it's really touching is feel good it's it's really, well, that's, really good so. that's good to hear that's really good to hear so, i was worried yeah i think that's why i, I mean I, I know that's why i've seen discourse online okay. uh, which unfortunate you, know, you name it and it's always like that people have problems um also watching silo on apple tv plus Woo! saw the third episode came out 
Woo. Yeah. Dude. Mm. I think we got a certified banger on our hands. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think Apple is just knocking shit out of the park right now with their TV. Um, and to to play on, play on this, I'm not done with the TV that I'm watching, but I'm also reading rereading the book that it's based off of. The first, it's a series wow. of three books. So I was like, you know what? I have this book. I got it a couple of years ago, or I, it may have been. I don't know. A couple of years ago on vacation, I got it and read it, and I remember really liking it then. And I'm rereading it now. I'm like, wow, this is actually way better than I remember. And I'm watching the TV show in tandem with rereading the book. Dude, this is some fucked up sci-fi. Like, this is, like, some fucking fucked up shit, and it's really, really fucking good. There is, this is going to be a large claim for me, but there is a plot point in this novel, in this show, that when it happens, I really don't know if you convince me, could convince me if there's anything more compelling in sci-fi other than one other time, and that would be in Arrival, the twist in Arrival, when you realize what's going yeah. on, and you want what is. If you've never seen Arrival, well, go watch it. If you're comparing but, it to that, it's got to be pretty big. That is that is the level of plot device we're talking about in this series, and it's that good. So interesting. Now we'll see. It's only three episodes. You know they they got to keep going. It's really dense mate- source material, uh, a lot of dynamics at play. But the novel is great. It's called Wool. The TV show is called Silo. The novel is called Wool. Um, the I, I think he called it the Silo series, like it's a trilogy. So pretty good. Recommend. And then also, I finished Star Wars Visions. I watched all of them. Uh, I think actually this season overall is stronger than the first season. First season has a couple of more individual episodes I love more, but the second season I think well as a as a whole there's not one where i watched where i was like that sucked there was a couple yeah. where i was like that was all right but i think for the most part out of the nine i would say six of them i was like that's fucking awesome so did really, trigger really did trigger come back and do any or no no but there is one that you will see that is similar to that kind of anime art style okay know, specifically and uh, i don't know if you watched it or not yet it has to do with going into the sky okay it's fucking awesome some really cool stuff so love that yeah and i saw you actually liked a couple of them more than i did um really yeah at least with Which your one? rating with your rating on, on letterbox specifically the one uh oh the one where it was uh like uh the two like the sisters oh yeah um, yeah going into like the base or whatever i thought so, that one was fine but you know yeah i think i gave that one a little more credit because out of all of them that I've watched so far, it was the only one that wasn't about like the Sith or a Jedi mm, yeah. per se. Like, it was yeah. just force sensitive people. Um, yeah. And I like that it was like just regular force sensitive people against the Empire. And there were no like higher Sith stakes. It was just like, you know, soldiers, stormtroopers. Yeah. And and the sisters. So, yeah, I think that was my least favorite one, honestly. Um, but I still gave it three. I thought it was fine. Um, I will say that my, you will like this, uh, what is it called? Uh, is it a journey to the dark head is the one, the anime inspired one specifically, okay. but the last one in the season is called Owl's song. Owl's song or Owl's song, dude. Forget it. No words. The way, uh, the creativity in the use of the force, unlike, put George Lucas to shame with how cre- wow. with how fucking creative it is with the force. I love so, it. Anyway, I love it. That's a great idea for a show. Great concept. And I feel like 
more franchises need to embrace that and do that. Yeah. Um, real quick games, Diablo 4 Service Land, play a little bit, whatever. I'm going to suck that game off when it comes out. Tears of the Kingdom we'll talk about in a minute, but to wrap up my my section, Jedi uh, Survivor, I beat it. Did you beat the story too? You did beat the story. Um, I really, 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 really like it. And I think even, you know, what we've talked about before, regardless of the performance issues, I think underneath of it, um, just to, from a, even a pure gameplay perspective is um, it shows why Respawn is one of the best in the business. Yeah, um, they are super creative. Um, gameplay is king for them, and it they really refined it in this game. And I love all the lightsaber stances, but why on there the bread and butter is the narrative and i think the narrative is really strong and i think it ends we won't do any spoilers but it ends in such a contemplative note and i put in my review on gg um which is the letterbox of video games for those that don't know um we have a video with the or an interview with the creator of gg by the way so you should check that out um it feels like very much the empire to a trilogy the middle moody piece right and my big one of my biggest issues with the game is your biggest issue with the game with the heavy handedness of an element of it. I don't want to spoil what it is, yeah. um, but there's a heavy handedness that kind of feels roped in at the end. I don't I don't dislike that it's there. I didn't love the execution of how quickly it was implemented. Yeah, me too. So but in general, the ending, um, I really, really I was I was quite touched by the end of the game and. I'm really excited to see where they go with it because I think it's obvious that's going to be a trilogy. Yeah, I think so too. And I think you calling it the empire of this trilogy makes a lot of sense. It fits. Uh, uh, besides the one issue I had with the heavy handedness, I think that they also just jumped to things a little too quickly. And maybe mm-hmm. that's kind of related to my other point. Yeah. Like there's a certain, uh, again, I can't say too much without spoiling stuff, but um certain characters change alliances and allegiances and whatnot. And I feel like certain things uh, don't come out of nowhere, but there wasn't enough like hinting at that. I yeah. would have liked more smoking guns to, to yeah. kind of allude to that because yeah. literally something happens. And I was like, and maybe that's what they were going for because yeah, they wanted it to be a big surprise, but like it happened. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I, I agree. There's only, and two, see, I, I, I really I guess I should look it up to see if people have dissected it, but there was really only one hint at that. There's a major twist in the game. There was really only one other hint with that, and it's I don't even know if I could go into it. There's a part where a lightsaber goes missing. Yes, Is that what you're talking correct. about? Yeah. That's that's the only thing that I was like, okay, maybe yeah. that's but I don't know. Maybe maybe smarter people than us have have dove deep into it, or maybe we missed stuff because I feel like all the time with Star Wars stuff, for the most part, the first time I watch it, I'm like you know, like a kid on a roller coaster. Yeah. Which this not... game has those moments, those oh, roller yeah. coaster moments. Yeah. Well, yeah. And there, I mentioned it last week, but there's a sequence in the game that is like just up there with, with the, yeah. the one with Marin that yeah. I told you, dude, there, there's stuff in this game that is just awesome. So, and it's, it's hard sometimes to fully absorb it, but I do agree. I would have actually liked less side content and more, more narrative pieces, yeah. Um, I know that's, you know, probably most expensive parts of the game, but like I could leave the exploration, the side stuff and take more straightforward narrative elements. Yeah. Um, but in general, I think it's good. I think it's better than Jedi Fallen Order in a lot of ways. I think it also 
fall short of it with some just how the narrative plays out and having just replayed Jedi Fallen Order, I'm like, it was paced a little bit better. This game is a little junkated in certain parts. And I think that is a function of just how they set up the world. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I kind of thought as I was playing it was you don't go to as many planets. And if mm-hmm. you do, they're not as unique. Right. So yeah. that was one of the things that kind of caught me off where I was like, oh, we're just going back and forth between this place and this place and this place and yeah. this place. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think the main narrative was cool. Like the, the main um, driving force behind the narrative is a cool mm-hmm. um, pie in the sky type of thing where it's like we're trying to reach this place and yeah. how do we get there and whatnot. Like that's really cool. And that's something mm-hmm. that kind of has never been done in Star Wars to my knowledge no. where there's like this place that is Not like really. a safe haven almost. Yeah. Um, Not and in I really the, well. That. you've never you haven't watched rebels no there's a something in rebels that is similar but it's not even remotely close to the same thing as far as a a a world between right some type thing but it's you're right it's so it's such an interesting device and i think it's executed really well i just wish you could have explored it more yeah which maybe you will in the sequel maybe yeah uh so yeah i think it was a good game i liked it a lot Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know if I rated it yet on GG. I'll have to go back and, and check. Um, yeah. I do think it was better than than Fallen Order, but like you said, there's some things that were better, some things weren't. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that what's really going to happen is the third game's going to come out, and we were probably going to respect this game a lot more. Like we're going to respect it as part of the trilogy and how it served its part in this trilogy. Right. 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 So. Complete opposite of Episode Nine. Right. <laughs> Well, no, actually, episode nine made a lot of people respect episode eight more, (laughs) to be fair. What? Yeah, you don't think so? It retcons like everything in it. No, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. People were like, this movie sucked. (laughs) Yeah, no, if you got a problem with episode, well, first of all, there's criticisms with episode eight that I understand. Yeah. yeah. And that it's 20 minutes too long and that the one planet we didn't need to go to. Hold on real quick. I was ready. So I was one of those people, but I was ready to accept episode eight. Yeah. And then they just retconned everything, and I was exactly. like, "Oh!" But episode yeah. eight does some good, cool, fucking monumental, groundbreaking, like earth-shattering shit for the franchise. And then episode nine is just like, "Nah, fuck you, whatever." Anyway, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I would. Uh, we're gonna, re- yeah. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the films. Yeah, let's just go. <laughs> Keep going. Um, all right. So, you ready for us to talk about uh, Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah, sure. So, I'm playing. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom on my Nintendo Switch. And I am, I think we're kind of around the same spot, actually. You might have played a little more side content than I have, but oh, yeah. in terms of like the main yeah. objective, I guess, yeah. we've yeah. done the same. Yeah, correct. So let's talk about it. What do you think so far? Yeah, I'm here to tell you. I don't give a shit about, I, I couldn't really speak to the the weight of the narrative yet. I'm intrigued by it. I think it's very has a lot of Mario energy to it where it's like, oh, my God, she's gone again. Like, you got to go, you know, but whatever. I don't give a shit. Princess is in another castle. Yeah, Uh, there's some really cool shit so far with it. And there's like four big sections with the first quest that you get assigned. I've done one of them. You've done one of them. And I'm assuming you're going to get new abilities from all those different things. I don't know. I'm here to tell you I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Uh, the, The story, I'm sure it's great. I'll get there when I get there. I'm here to tell you, though, I don't want to discredit that because. I actually really think it's cool so far. Oh, good. Uh, so I'm not saying I don't think it's cool. I'm right. I'm, I'm saying 
I don't give a shit about it. I'm not right, even right. close to being able to care about that because right. I, so here's how I approach Breath of the Wild and here's how I'm going to approach Tears of the Kingdom. I unlock an area with the tower. I do every single shrine that is possible for me to accomplish in that area without having to get special equipment from the narrative or else, elsewhere. Or sometimes like you need, oh, you need frost resistance. Oh, you need heat resistance. Sometimes I'm like, I don't got the rupees to go buy that or like I don't want to do these quests right now. I'll do that later. So I go into an area. I unlock the tower. I clear out all the shrines I can. If I run across a dungeon, which was not in Breath of the Wild, but in this game, if I run across a dungeon, I do it if I can. If I can't do it, whatever, I move on. So I will have the entire map unlocked and all of the fast travel points that I possibly can for the entire map before I even begin to touch the story content. That's I like that. That's cool. Because then when the story content comes and it's like, oh, and you have or side side main quest where it's like, oh, you have 42 steps to accomplish this. I'm just going to go from fucking fast travel point to fast travel point to fucking accomplish what I need to here. So yeah. that's how I approach it. I, that I think that's really cool. Yeah. That being said, I love the game. It's a lot of fun to explore. I think it's beautiful. I think the fact that the Switch can run this is fucking nuts. Yeah. And my experience with the game and why I think it's so great is this. It's the same reason I loved Elden Ring. It's ooh piece of candy, the video game. Yeah. You see something, you're like, what the fuck is that? You go and explore that. You pull that thread, it leads to something else. You pull that thread, it goes somewhere, and you go this and, this, and then before you know it, six hours have gone by, and you're like, I haven't done anything. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah, so. I agree with you. I, I love the freedom. I love the I love that it just kind of lets you go and you just like in Breath of the Wild, where you have to kind of yeah. choose how you choose to tackle these certain dungeons or puzzles. I mean, I'm doing things. I know the game probably doesn't want me to do it this way, but the game doesn't care that I'm doing it that way. Correct. And I think that's what's awesome. Nintendo doesn't uh, insult your intelligence, and they just like, oh, well, if you can figure it out your way, then figure it out your way, and they don't right. care. Right. Uh, that being said, like some of the features from Breath of the Wild are still present in this game that I don't like, like weapon durability. I yeah. fucking hate it. I wish it would just not be in this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big like collector, and mm -hmm. when I find like a cool thing, I don't want it to break, and I understand why they did it, but... Uh, I don't know. I just, that's one thing I really don't like. I agree. I feel like everything's breaking on me constantly. Mm -hmm. So whatever. I like the fuse ability. You can make new weapons. Mm -hmm. uh, you can fuse objects in the world together to create, uh, you know, bridges or wagons or other yeah. uh, flying machines. And I've seen oh, a yeah. lot of, a lot of creations that people have made oh, yeah. online. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. The physics behind the game are so fucking cool. Yeah. It's like Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts, but good. Yeah. Basically, which is what everyone kind of thought it would be, and that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think the narrative is super cool so far. There's time travel, at least I think, involved, and that tickles my pickle a lot. Um, I, no, I think there actually is definitely time travel confirmed. I don't even care. Uh, so, fuck it. <laughs> what? Nothing. Keep going. You know something I don't know? Oh, no, not in regards to time travel. No. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I unfortunately had very uh, oh, late right. game things spoiled for me. Yeah. And I really want to put the YouTuber on blast and go to his house and shoot him, but that's okay. Well, I'm not happy with how don't I got, say that. I got, I'm pretty sure it's the very end that I got you, spoiled. You should, probably, you should probably say, I don't, you should probably say that's not happening. It's not happening. I'm kidding. I'm not, I, nobody even knows who it is. I'm just saying somebody spoiled the game for me and I don't like that they did that. So that's it. <laughs> Why are you playing shotgun sound effects, Josh? What are you trying to say? <laughs> As um, my hands are in front of my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
listen, I think the narrative is really cool so far. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it, but it seems like yeah. basically you're going to go to one of four areas, or you're going to go to all four areas. You're going to get a new ally in each one. You're going to fight a boss at the end of it, which my boss was super cool. I don't know about yours because uh, we did two different two different ones. Oh, yeah. They're basically the Divine Beasts Oh yeah, from Breath of the Wild, but there's a boss at the end, which there might have been in the last one. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and it was I was literally flying through the sky and just fighting bow and arrows, and it was cool. Yeah. And then you get an ability that you unlock permanently after you beat each one, which is very similar to the last game. Uh-huh. Um, and then you probably go and fight Ganon. I don't know. Yeah. So very I fun. I like it. Yeah. I'm seeing 40 to 50 hours for the story. I mean, I really don't know. I have no for sem- the story. I have no semblance of anything that's going on. I couldn't tell you. I don't. I mean, I'm literally just I just I'm doing nothing basically in the game but i'll tell you yeah. what when i go to ganon i'm gonna have my stamina and my hearts all the way up and how I'm many gonna hearts fuck in the ass um i'm definitely over 10 now last i counted so god i have dude, six dude i've dude i've done like 60 shrines okay i haven't even done yeah i've done there's a like a hundred something in the game like i've done probably half wow we're getting close to half well That's good for you I've, all That's... i've been doing i respect it. that because you're basically like buffing yourself up Oh, yeah. No, because here's the other thing. And maybe it matters less in this game, but I fucking hate the combat. Like, I'm not fighting people with like, I'm just not fighting. I'm just not going to do it. I just refuse to do it. What does that mean? I'm not going to go into enemy encampments and fucking slash them with the sword. I'm going to fucking take bombs in. I'm going to build a device. I'm going to I fuck the combat sucks. I'm sorry. I think so. I think the combat blows. I think the controls in general. Well, that's why it sucks. I think the combat sucks and I refuse to do it and I'm not going to do it and I'm going to go through the entire game and I'm not going to fucking slash anything. I'm just not going to do it. I won't do it. I refuse. I'm going to build something to accomplish it. And if I get fucking picked off, then so be it. But my health will be fucking huge and I'll climb anything in the entire world or I'll glide forever. I ain't fucking fighting anything. Won't do it. So you're like 9-11 a plane into a bunch of enemies, but you exactly. won't fight them. No, I just won't do it. The weapon durability fucking makes me want to pull my dick off. I think the fucking controls blow cock. That's it. I'm sorry. It just that's just that's it. I love the game. I mean, yeah. I've been playing a lot, but I ain't fighting. I won't do it. I think, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Won't do it because I don't have the ability. I don't. Yeah, they give you the ability to do whatever you want. So I don't have to do it. I didn't do fucking shit. All right. Right. All right. Well, let's move on. Um, I don't even know how many hours I played, but a lot. So we'll move on from that. No fucking idea. I'm also watching Succession. The newest episode was insane. Um, not as mind blowing as some people said it was, but definitely made you feel differently about certain characters, and you like certain characters more than you did before now, and you mm-hmm. you like certain characters more, or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. I started watching Beef on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, we talked about this a little bit before we started, and I told you, hold off, let's wait. I want to explain the premise on on air. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like a poor contractor. Gets in a road rage road rage incident with a rich. Uh, I don't even know how to describe what she, she works with plants, and Botanist? she owns like a fl- like a flat. I guess like kind of florist. Like a, I guess kind of, but like more artsy gardener. Um, basically like a, a HGTV person almost. Okay. They get in a road rage incident and like it's bad, and they like chase each other and throw shit at each other, and he gets punked out basically. And then they just like talk shit on each other, like to their families. And then they find out who each other are and start fucking with each other's lives. And they go above and beyond anything you can even imagine. And it it gets really fucking 
fucked up. The acting is phenomenal. Uh, this might be weird as a white guy saying this, but like, I love the Asian representation in the show. Like, it's clear that it was like produced oh, by, yeah. and you could see like all these people that you That's were how recognize I felt when names. I watched Crazy Rich Asians, dude. Right. And it's, yeah. I like, I'm, I'm happy that like they have this production that is by them for, like, not for them, but like, it's by them. And they didn't just get a bunch of white people to come in and like play all these roles. However, yeah. Andrew Santino is in, is in the show, which I love. Who's, He's who's hilarious. That? He's a the ginger comedian. He's on Netcho Dave. He plays the uh, oh yeah yeah. For Dave. yeah 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 yeah. He's on Bobby Lee's podcast. Yeah, and he has his own podcast too. Yeah, uh, he's in it and he's hilarious. But but yeah, so like I don't know. It's just cool seeing that because I know a lot of times uh, shows like that get whitewashed and and whatnot. So it's cool. Cool. Uh, and the shows it's hilarious. It's 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 awesome. The music is awesome. I was telling you like yeah. system of a down offspring. Like they're playing all these really cool these cool hits so recommend yep. it it's on netflix very good yellow jackets I'm, I'm catching up on that and things are bad it's things are kind of picking up again and things are getting very bad i'll leave it at that uh i'll still let you know if it's yeah worth watching yeah and then finally barry so barry's an hbo show it is actually on the same course as succession where they're both going to end the same week oh shit. Uh, yeah and it's the finale. It's the both for both shows. They are done after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry is. They did a time skip. Things are very, very bad in that show. Um, it, unlike Succession, where Succession, I'm like, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know how the, how they're going to wrap this up in two and a half hours because that's all that's left. Barry, I'm like, oh, we're at the finish line right now. Like things are getting very tense. Yeah, things are happening. So very different experience, but. That comes on right after Succession, so I'm I'm looking forward to watching both of those uh, Very cool. as they as they finish. And that's all I got. So, all right. Do you have anything else before we start the show proper? Nah, let's fucking let's go. One thing I do have to say. Yeah. We're gonna lose our phone number if people don't call it, or if we don't call people on the phone number. I got oh an email God. about that. So yeah. please call us. Leave us a voicemail nine zero four eight seven eight twenty eight fifty eight nine zero four eight seven eight twenty eight fifty eight nine zero four True Cult. Leave us a voicemail. We'll listen to it on the show, please. That's all I got. Roll the intro. Yes, sir. Let's talk about upcoming video game releases that are going to be hitting consoles and PC soon. First off, we have Humanity releasing mm-hmm. for PC, PS5, PSVR 2, PS4, and the original PSVR, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, this game, it comes out May 16th, which is today. That's today. This, Correct. this game had a really cool, like, PlayStation, or, like, old school PlayStation trailer, like the original ones they used to do that were really weird. Mm-hmm. 
so I like that about it. And then I think it's got like a Katamari or um, Lemmings. Yeah. It's like weird. It's like a really weird game, but it's getting sucked off, dude. Yeah. The reviews well, are in. And they're good. They're really good. And it's on PSVR too, which yeah, and it's free. It's, oh, Plus. right. I was going to say, you have to get this then. Try yeah, it out so and report gonna, back. I'm going to try this John out. I haven't played my PSVR 2 in about 90 years. So. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. Uh, the Outlast Trials comes out on PC May 18th. Yes, that is the next Outlast game. Yeah, I didn't even play the... Uh, you didn't play Whistleblower? Was there a third one? Whistleblower. Oh, there, there was the third one. I didn't yeah. play that either. I watched Dashy play, and I was like, well, I don't need to fucking play it now. Because they did Outlast, Outlast 2, but 2 was very similar to 1, and then they did 3, which was very different. Right. I think. Well, it was Outlast, Outlast 2, Outlast Whistleblower, which was basically just a yeah. glorified DLC for 2, and then Outlast 3. Yeah. Now this is the next one. Well. Only on PC. Interesting. As of right is, now. That is weird. That comes out May 18th. Uh, Lego 2K Drive. So weird. This comes yeah. out on PC, PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on May 19th. The Mario Kart clone. Yeah, with Lego, and it's like 2K as well mm-hmm. for some reason. That's yeah. so weird. It's weird. And then Planet of Lana comes out PC, Xbox Series, SNX, Xbox One on May 23rd. Yeah, I'm hoping that game gets sucked off. Saw a couple hey. early early impressions that made me uh, drop something else and add it to my, well, hopefully a bit it on it for my roster for our, our fantasy draft for video games. Yeah, video game, video game draft. Um, yeah. Is this an Xbox uh, exclusive? What's going on here? It's a PC game that's only on I Xbox? I just think it's a there's a exclusivity deal. I don't think they actually developed it, but I could be wrong. Okay, well, Xbox got games then, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a it's a puzzle platformer game. A la, it looks kind of like Inside or Limbo Energy. Um, maybe not quite as dark as those games, but yeah. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Okay, Josh, I have a question for you as we move on here. Yeah, you want to do a wrestle? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay, well, it's, that's too bad because. AEW's Fight Forever video game might be shadow dropping soon, and yeah. I know you're going to be picking it up if so. Uh, so if you don't know, AEW is a wrestling company, brand new, started about three or four years ago, and they are the main competition for the WWE. I'm a huge fan. Josh is a pretty big fan. We've been to a couple of live shows. Uh, so we're huge fans, to say the least. This is huge news. This video game has been in development for quite a few years at this point. Uh, it's being developed by Ukes, mm-hmm. who previously made the WWE video games, and also the director of WWE No Mercy for the N64 is on board directing this game. And it's rumored and promised to be very similar to No Mercy, which is one of the most popular wrestling video games of all time. Uh, So here's the big news for this week. The game might be shadow dropping very soon. Mm -hmm. So Fight Forever is apparently preloading on Xbox consoles right now. So if you pre-order it, you could download the game. You can't play it yet, yeah. but you could pre-download it. And for those that are watching the video, we literally have an image up behind us, which we'll get into in a second about who, yeah. who it's from of it downloading on somebody's console. So interestingly, it's 17 gigs, but yeah. I think that's just the pre-download. There, There's probably going to be a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, but there's already people on Twitter freaking out that it's only 17 gigs, and that means the game is bad. I mean, look at Zelda, dude. <laughs> Come on. Like, that's ridiculous. No, just remember, Western developers can't fucking compress their games. Right. We have Japanese developers working on this bad dude, boy, all right? Elden Ring is like 11 gigabytes. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, it is, dude. It's look not. It up. Look it up, dude. I'm going to tell um, you. 
So user Drain Bamager on Twitter posted images showing that the upcoming AEW game was indeed downloading on their console. Oh my God, never mind. I was very wrong. This follows an achievement list for the game that leaked the other day. Yes. So data is certainly live on at least the Xbox back end. Uh, there are a lot of achievements, so we won't go through them all, but some major takeaways. Josh, many of the achievements shown mentioned the Road to Elite game mode. Mm-hmm. While not confirmed, it appears as though that is the name of the game's career mode. Listen, when I get this game, that's what I'm there for. Okay, you're gonna make your guy. And you're yes, gonna go and that's what I'm there for. I, I really like that in sports games, uh, specifically like MLB and NFL games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that this is what I'll be there for. So continue. Uh, it's also seemingly been confirmed that the game will feature a create an arena feature. Mm-hmm. There's definitely created character features. I saw yeah. one that was like use a created character and make a tag team with a wrestler. Right. Whatever. Yeah. But there's one. This is really interesting. And I'm glad you pointed this out in our notes here. There's one achievement uh, that is not listed in the leak list that does populate on Xbox. And it reads as the following secret achievement match of the year. Earn a seven star evaluation or I'm sorry, a seven star match evaluation against a computer opponent in exhibition. So, Josh, I know a little bit about what this might mean and why it's a secret. So, this is actually a reference to a New Japan Pro Wrestling match mm. between Kazuichi Okada and Kenny Omega, which Yay. received a 7 out of 5 star rating from wrestling guru Dave Meltzer. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Dude, he notoriously... Wait, is that the one that we watched? Uh, no, that was Will Ospreay from this year. This oh, is a okay. 2018 Wrestle okay, Kingdom okay, match, okay. Um, which honestly, it is a seven out of five star. It's yeah. fucking good, dude. Really? Um, it's so funny. Maybe you and I will watch it. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Me and uh, Christian awesome. watched it in college. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, Okada is one of the best mm-hmm. Japanese wrestlers. He's one of the best wrestlers. Yeah. And just because he's Japanese and he, he's only there in Japan. Not a lot of people in the in the states yeah. know about him, but dude, New fantastic. Japan shit is pretty good. To be honest with you, from the little I've seen, like that shit's fire, dude. The presentation is so good, yeah, and so cool. Can't beat it, dude. And the and the in ring psychology and Kenny Omega kind of brought that to AEW, which is one of the yeah. reasons why I really like him. But anyway, what this means, so the seven out of five star thing, is probably a reference to that, which means maybe there's going to be New Japan DLC or mm. New Japan wrestlers in the game or arenas like mm. Wrestle Kingdom might be in the game. Uh, who knows? There's a lot of crossover. AEW does have Forbidden Door, which is a pay-per-view event crossing over with New Japan. Mm-hmm. So that could be in the game. Who knows? But uh, pretty cool to speculate. I like it. It's very, very cool. I'm excited for this. Uh, one more thing I want to mention before we move on to the Abysmal Chronicles is that, Josh, I am hearing that this game is going to drop late June. Late June? Yeah. So... Right now, there's some big things happening in AEW. This Wednesday, actually, they have big announcements planned. What they are, not confirmed, but basically what we know is Warner Discovery just gave AEW a ridiculous amount of money to stay on board. Like millions, like almost maybe billions is what I'm hearing. Really? Um, and that, along with that, is a streaming deal. So they're going to finally have their stuff on HBO Max or Max. As oh, wow. Now. Yeah. Uh, pay-per-views i'm fingers crossed pay-per-views are going to be free on max instead of having to pay for them and watching them on bleacher report which fucking sucks yeah um but the other part of this is there's a new show coming on saturday uh it's gonna be a saturday show every saturday 
where CM Punk is going to make his return. Oh. And, and I believe, I believe that they're waiting to announce all this. Then there's going to be a pay-per-view in late June. And that is where, uh, that is where the game will be properly, you know, released. Okay. So. It's just interesting that you can pre-download it already then. Yeah. Usually that's not the case for, for video games. Yeah. That's really, really, really early because you could pre-download it and then people can, you know, whatever. Well, the you have to remember this game was rumored to have been a part of game pass back in the day. And then yeah. they fought that claim and said, that's not true. I think they fought the claim because they didn't want it to hurt their purchase numbers and they didn't want people to think, oh, I can yeah. just get it for free. I remember we talked so. about that, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's still... Because all this stuff is coming from Xbox, not any other platform. Right. It's releasing on PC, Switch, PS5. Uh, so I don't know. I, I This is making me believe that maybe it is on Game Pass. And maybe we'll get it early on Game Pass. I don't know. It's possible. Regardless, I'm uh, I'm excited for this game. I hope it's good. We'll see. <clears throat> me too. Let's move on. Abysmal Chronicles, what do you got for me? Yes. Uh, you so- fucking mark! So, Brett, <clears throat> apparently Amazon is making a Lord of the Rings MMO RPG. Uh, so Amazon Games and Embracer Group have reached an agreement to develop and publish a new MMO based on the Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. The game will be an open world adventure in a persistent world set in Middle Earth, and it follows their apparently successful MMO RPG New World. Um, I don't really know how successful it is. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I don't think it's still alive and thriving. And they certainly wouldn't be moving on to another game if it was actually that successful. So, right. Um, so obviously, Amazon has a deal with Tolkien's estate. They own part of it, but they don't have access to like the Similarian or a certain whatever. But they have access to Lord of the Rings. They have the the TV show going. They have Amazon Gaming, which they're still trying to do. Um, so it, it makes sense from all those points. I think the partnering with Embracer Group is interesting. I don't know why they would need Embracer to publish it. I don't, I guess Amazon doesn't have their own publisher. I have, I have no idea. Whatever. Well, good. I was going to say, this is also, I'm, I pulled an article up here because I think this is important to note. Uh, Amazon did just lay off like over 100 employees in their video game division in April. So mm-hmm. in April, April, May. So like, this is really interesting news to come out that they're building this huge MMORPG mm-hmm. um, and they're literally cutting staff. And I'm yeah. sure that's in part due to Amazon Luna being shuttered. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, here's my problem with this. And this is why having companies like Amazon have access to such iconic IP can sometimes be a problem. And obviously, we don't know anything about this, but I don't trust Amazon. We've talked about this ad nauseum before with Google and Amazon trying to break into video gaming. I, I hate to sound rude or weird or pompous or whatever but they don't belong in video games you don't yeah. tech company you don't belong here and you've proven it time and time again and now you're gonna milk this thing it's probably gonna fucking suck right yeah. and it just that's the problem i stand i stand <clears throat> sorry i stand corrected luna is not shuttered it's still unfortunately still exists i was thinking of google stadia um, okay. But yeah, I mean, to to your point, Luna is out, and I don't even think anyone uses it. Nobody all. uses Luna. Uh, the other thing that I really don't like about this is Amazon just has too much money. Yeah, they just so I don't want to say too much about like where we live or whatnot, but they just built two new Amazon Freshes in like my area of where I live, and they are now not opening. 
they took the logo off the building after putting all the money in. Uh, and I, I have like ties to the building of those, mm-hmm. of those structures. And now they are literally shuttering them and they are not planning to open them at all. No, the Amazon fresh stores. So like they have too much money that they could do all of this. Actually, they did the building in, in one, in one of the instances, they built the building and then realized they told the contractors the colors were wrong. They were supposed to be flipped and they paid to have them flipped. The color, the, the colors were flipped and they're still closing it now. They have too much money. Well, and they're firing people and they're making games now that no one's going to play. I mean, it's a massive. Well, people might try it, but I, I don't. This is, I feel like I'm like, this is Harry Potter fucking all over again. I'm going to say, that, who's this for? And then everyone's going to fucking play this thing. Well, whatever. Um, I just, Lord of the Rings is just such, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't really even fucking matter. Who fucking knows? I just, I don't care about it. I don't like it. I think Amazon fucking sucks and I hate that they're getting into video games. They're, yeah. They've already proven several times they can't do it. I think like getting a, f- a player of New World's perspective on this would be interesting. Yeah. Just to see if they can actually do MMORPGs. Like how, how, like how is it? Because yeah. I've heard like good and bad yeah. from that game. Well, it was definitely popular for a little bit, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying you have the same team already. I mean, New World came out what a year or two ago. Yeah, you know, persistent open MMO, open world MMORPGs are supposed to be like going on forever. You know what I mean? So clearly, it's not that successful. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'd be curious to to hear if anyone in the comments wants to let us know. Like, if you played New World, do you have faith in this project from Amazon Games? Because certainly, as an outsider looking in, I'm like, why? It's a shame that. Amazon has this property for games and uh, a studio with a you yeah. know better pedigree doesn't. Well, don't worry, dude. We're going to get that fucking Gollum game too. Oh God. Yeah. Not from Amazon. I think that one, well, maybe that's why they did it. I think Embracer is actually making that. Um, that I saw some gameplay of that. I just fucking shoot me in the head right now. It reminds me of me of odd world. Is that a fair comparison? I don't know. I've never played odd world. He just reminds me of Abe dude from, odd, uh, from odd he reminds world. me of something that looks fucking atrocious tell you that so of it all right i'm doing this too right yeah disney is apparently making a smash clone brett get ready get ready so disney has teamed up with square (laughs) disney has teamed up with square enix to develop a new smash brothers inspired video game which apparently is going to be called disney domination So the launch window for Disney Domination is apparently the second half of 2024. Now, Disney Domination will feature up to 55 characters at launch spread across eight. That's insane. <laughs> They're going to have 55 characters? Dude. Balanced? I don't know. Well, probably not. Spread across a single player campaign that also features 60 stages. So That's there will, insane. There will be, quote, so many Online modes, including 12-player online battles, voice chat battles, Disney Dominion missions, and more. There will be a lounge in Disney Domination where players can go to share custom stages and other content. It will apparently... That place is going to be... It's going to be a cesspool. So bad. Yeah. It will apparently boast a unique art style that looks like something out of Unreal Engine. (laughs) What a 
fucking dumb statement that this is. Can't be real, as dude. if as if a game engine dictates art direction. Okay. It will boast a unique art style that looks something looks like something out of Unreal Engine 5 and it's supposed to I can't believe it. I didn't read part of this before we started. And it's supposed to be quote unquote edgy. Dude, that makes me think like it's going for like a realistic art style. Dude, well, yeah. Let me finish this. I want to talk about the screenshots too. The, the screenshots are awesome, dude. dude and honestly, make me think this is not real. Dude, reportedly it's being developed by Square Enix, but that's totally unconfirmed. This well, is all sense. this is all pretty much unconfirmed. Although the Square Enix thing would make sense because of Kingdom Hearts, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of outlets that have been reporting this. So now listen. There is screenshots of it, images. I cool. refuse to show them on here. And I'll, I don't uh, want, idea. I don't want, if it is real, I don't want to get Dude, they're fucking funny, copyright though. strikes. I don't, they are funny. So I'll, here, I'll pull them up. Let's like, describe them. I, yeah, like I was going to say, I'll pull them up. Let's just, I'll describe each one to you. Yeah, this is a fun game. Of. You can look these up. There is an immigrant gallery, gallery of it <laughs> right now. Wait, can I do the first one? Yeah. So the first, right. go ahead. Yeah. The first one is. And I can't believe I'm saying these words. It is a, a uh, appears to be a man in a suit with a fucking skull for a head and blue flames coming off of it. Hyper realistic. I feel like I'm type. I'm putting all this into an AI art generator. Like mm-hmm. realistic looking skull man suit, flame blue eye, <laughs> red light. So there's a red light in his eye, um, and then he looks as Josh said, very edgy. Yeah, and he apparently has a little subtitle here. He's he's talking. His name is <laughs> Ultra Flame Face, and his quote is: "And now I will destroy this planet and everything on it." And I want to stress again: this isn't an action shot. It's a zoomed-in headshot of a man with a skull face in a suit with blue flames coming off of it. Yeah, dude, and he's destroying the planet and that's how he does it just standing yeah. there and then the next image has the planet being destroyed which looks then, like an asteroid is just yeah. hitting it and then this third image might be my favorite dude it's fucking woody looking like he's about to get railed from behind in the back alley somewhere with a brick wall behind him dude. yeah dude he's about to get fucking bricked up this All can't right? be real and then the, <laughs> the next image is daffy duck donald duck donald duck sorry donald duck looking like he is about to shoot somebody in the head. No gun. It's just an image of his face looking at. Doesn't look quite hyper realistic. It looks like Donald or, Duck. Yeah. And then this last image is the best one. And I'll let you. I'll let you take this one away. Dude. All right. So the last image is Thanos with a molten volcano behind him, and he has the same thing going on with his face that the Ultra Flint. What's his name? Ultra Flame oh. face has going on. So he has a, a red light in his eye. He has this like Joker smile of light ripping off his from his lips. And he has subtitles as well, dude. And do you want to know what he says? I wouldn't even have known this was Thanos if it didn't say Thanos right there, by the way. Mm -hmm. It says, quote, Peter Griffin. What a pathetic joke. (laughs) Well, he says that's Peter Griffin. Oh, I don't see that. No, no, that's his Thanos. Oh, Peter Griffin. What a pathetic yeah. joke. Like he's about to fight Peter. Yeah. So we're we're getting Marvel, mm-hmm. Disney, mm-hmm. and apparently Fox, which is characters. It's all Disney. Owned yeah. by Disney. So it's not out of this realm. I'll tell you I'll tell you why I actually think it's real, Brett. Dude, this is from 4chan. This is not real. Dude, listen to me. I'll tell you why it could be real. 
I think back to that Smash trailer, that one like edgy Smash trailer with like Sephiroth and all that. Mm-hmm. Dude, this this had this these at least the images, which maybe they're fake, they have that vibe, dude. Where it's like, here is an edgy thing that you would never have believed that you would have ever seen before. Dude, I don't know. I truly don't even know where you got these. And I want to know. It was, I, in the, it was in the article from um, my Nintendo News. Dude, which because it's taken from Game Something. Hang on. Because, like, I want to see the discourse behind these and what people are saying. Because, oh, there's one insider, comment. Insider Gaming. Oh, there's one comment, but it says there's no comments. Yeah. Insider um, Gaming is where it comes from. This is the most ridiculous set of images I've ever seen in my life. And I want to play this game, whatever this is. Yeah. I mean, and then I thought to myself, I was like, would Disney really allow their properties to be used like this? And then I'm like, well, Nintendo has Smash. You know? Well, when you say Square Enix, it makes me think, like, this is possible. Yeah. Like, Ultra Flame Face, dude. Yeah, dude. And that picture of the crater yeah. going into the... And Square, Square does Kingdom Hearts, correct? Yeah. The Donald Duck one looks like it's from Space Jam, dude. Dude, I, I love Woody in the back alley. Yeah, that's just so random. And it's yeah. zoomed in. That looks so, like a screenshot from a bootleg copy of Toy Story 4, dude. <laughs> uh, anyway, Disney domination. Uh, please look forward to it. Because we need more Smash clones out there. Well, yeah, it's probably not going to be successful, but please look forward to it. All right. Are you ready for this next one, dude? So, Brett, this is breaking news at the time of recording. Uh, Overwatch 2 apparently has uh, canceled their PvE hero mode, and it's been a quote-unquote difficult choice. It's coming directly from Blizzard, as reported by IGN. So the original vision, Brett, if you remember for Overwatch 2, Overwatch 2's PvE is no longer happening, according to Blizzard. So Blizzard has canceled the PvE hero mode for Overwatch 2, but but the game's creative lead leads have said the following quote pve is still a focus for the game the decision was made because the development of pve content hasn't made the necessary progress and there's no end in sight for it end quote overwatch 2 pvz brett was supposed to be a big differentiating factor between the original game and its sequel but it won't be a part of the game anymore however the game still has a lot of content in the pipeline, apparently, and you can see for the video watchers the fucking whatever, the fucking stupid roadmap, um, including story missions and a new hero. The team is committed to PvE, but they're doing it in a different way than it was originally planned, blah, 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 blah. Blizzard Me. says Blizzard says they're committed to delivering PvE content Blizzard. and seasonal ca- and cadence with plans for different flavors, blah, blah, blah. What? Go fuck yourself. Can I speak real quick? Yeah, please. So I did some research into what all of this means because they are saying that the PVE is canceled, but they're still developing for it. Like the wording is so weird. Think so what this rich. means, God, yeah. what this means is the PVE hero mode is gone. So if you remember some of the early Overwatch 2 announcements were all about this hero mode where each hero would have like a shitload of other abilities that you'd be able to unlock and level up and then swap out. So like, Soldier 76, his Helix Rockets might be able to be switched out into a different type of thing. And you'd be able to fight waves of enemies or do story missions with these things. And you'd be basically leveling up these characters and unlocking new abilities. Well, that's gone. They're getting rid of that completely. There are going to be story missions released. However, these are going to be essentially 
exactly the same thing with maybe a little bit more polish to them as the junker uh junker the junk junk rat halloween what is it called junkenstein Mm -hmm. it's literally going to be the junkenstein thing and in the interview I, i i watched they said all of the new tech behind the new junkenstein like the new the one from this year or last year i guess technically was their new tech that they built for scripting stories and events in the story mode so all that tech's still going to be used and they're still going to be making story content with lore and they're still going to be releasing cinematics and stuff like that but the part of like upgrading heroes and having new abilities and and all that is gone it's literally just overwatch one again with the uh pve missions that probably come out and you can play them and that's it it's bad I want to highlight something that they said that is my biggest problem with this, aside from the fact that it no longer exists. The decision was made because the development of PVE content hasn't made the necessary progress, and there's no end in sight for it. You announced this game in 2019 at BlizzCon, which means you were probably in development for at least a year or two before that, right? So we're looking at a pretty healthy development cycle, Brett, I would say, at this point. Yeah. But you haven't made the necessary progress on something that was basically the selling point of the game originally to differentiate it from Overwatch 1? The whole point is switching over to Overwatch 2. It hasn't made the necessary progress? At this point, the only thing Overwatch 2 offers then is graphical updates, new skins for characters, a battle pass system instead of loot boxes. No, I'll tell you what it offers. It offers nothing. It offers nothing. You offer nothing. You suck. Necessary progress? No. Blizzard does. Shove that up your ass. This is... I just... I can't. I really... I just can't. Why do you want me to fucking play your game? What is there for me to play? The decision to end progress on the PvE stuff was because they had to put more into the PvP stuff and keep the people that were already playing happy. And they didn't want to like not give content to the PvP that's players. Not that's not yeah, that's, that's not, not our problem. problem. That's not my problem that you flubbed your fucking release schedule and your roadmap and your content pipeline. You know what this smells like to me, Brett? You know what this has the smelling of right now? Class and, action lawsuit? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Uh smells a lot like Halo Infinite. Smells a lot like Halo Infinite to me right now. Yeah, but Halo Infinite actually came out with a campaign eventually. This won't. Well, well, that's true. But I'm just saying story missions. I'm just saying as far as, you know, a kind of free to play type of whatever thing. Seems like you're trying to release these games and you don't really have all your ducks in a row with a content pipeline. But you release the game hoping you figure it out, but then you have to feed too much of the game. You don't really have and then your your leader at least and fuck off. It's unfortunate because as a Overwatch a player of Overwatch One and an owner of Overwatch One. What do you have now? You have, they took your game away that you paid money for. It is now free. Right. They integrated a battle pass system now. Heroes are no longer free. They basically just put the two at the end and took stuff out. Instead of 6v6, it's 5v5. They did nothing but take things out and add a battle pass and improve the graphics. And, uh, and it's Overwatch 2 now. Like, what, what happened? Where's the value how like how is this not going to be a problem when things that were advertised are not going to be promised on? 
Right. They're not going to be delivered. Things that were promised are not going to be delivered. As a fan of the franchise, as a fan of the series, as someone who's invested money and time, I think this is going to result in some kind of a lawsuit or a class action, you know, a lawsuit against Blizzard because this is ridiculous. It's not a good look, dude. Um, man, it's really, I mean, people have put money into the game with the, the promise of what you originally advertised. And now that's not there. And they can yeah. say it's free, so that's not true, but I bought a Founders Pass. It's, they can say whatever they want. But regardless, it's just shitty. It's I just, I don't, I, I really, I, I have nothing nice to say about this or them or any of it. So they basically had like a, a dwindling player base. So they launched Overwatch 2 early. Right. And then because Overwatch 2 was launched, they were like, ah, we can't continue. Yeah. We can't, we have to keep supporting this. We yeah. can't work on that anymore. And, and they, they just fucked the, la- the launch was terrible too. You remember? We couldn't even get it in fucking games. Yeah. It's their awful. Servers, servers awful. are notoriously awful. bad. Awful. They are learning. Blizzard is learning that the server slam thing was purposely yeah. done to test the servers for, yeah. for their game. So. I'm not worried about Diablo. I'm not worried about oh, yeah. Diablo. And it makes me think back to Jeff and all those other people leaving. I don't know, man. Something's going on. Because this game has been in development for too long. It took too long to release. And now things are getting cut. Something happened. Yeah. I don't like it. Diddling too many people in the office. That's what they did. Whoa. Um, Whoa. They should probably not be doing that. Whoa. They should probably not be recording employees in the bathroom. That's what they probably should not be doing. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Anything else to say about this? Allegedly, uh, no. All right, let's move on. All right, main all topic. Right. Yeah. So number one, there's two. Yes. And just for everybody listening, and like last week, we have these little things that we're gonna do. Okay, so don't go anywhere. Sorry. So, what's up, everybody? It's Josh and Brett here, sitting down to talk about more reports surrounding a Bloodborne remake. That's right. New information has suggested that a major PlayStation game with a high skill level is being turned into an anime series alongside a new remake or remaster of that same game. Now, obviously, this leads us to think it is likely Bloodborne, although there's a couple more op. op- possibilities but 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 so listen if you're interested in bloodborne oh listen right you do that <laughs> i don't know how you're gonna fix this uh so listen if you're interested in bloodborne playstation gaming news reactions deep dives and more you're in the right place be sure to hit the subscribe button right now to stay up to date on all of our content related to the world of gaming by subscribing you will be part of a community of like-minded individuals who share your passion for gaming Without further ado, let's hop into the story, Josh. So listen, rumors yeah. about a Bloodborne remaster or remake have been circulating for years now. That's right. Literally since like maybe two years after the game came out, people were chirping that there's going to be a remake or a yeah. remaster. We've been talking about it for a long time on the channel. We have. So if you don't know, which I don't know how you wouldn't know, but yeah. Bloodborne is an immensely popular PlayStation game developed by From Software that is relegated to last-gen systems. And well, that's not necessarily true. Uh, it can be played on next-gen consoles, a la PS5, but it remains locked to 30 FPS with a resolution that makes it look like someone smeared Vaseline on the screen, which is literally coming straight from Josh's mouth. I did yeah, not expect that, to see that. That, 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 was my, that was my copy, sorry. So last week, rumors of a Bloodborne remake surfaced again when God of War creator and ex-PlayStation creative David Jaffe hinted at a Bloodborne remaster that was already in the works. However, he eventually backpedaled and said he doesn't really know what Sony's plans are. 
Interesting. Yes. Now he, he has a tendency to just talk out of his ass. Not and not because he's lying, because he heard things and then he says something. He's like, Oop, I, sh- I shouldn't have said that. Right. Uh, and he was called out for it and he released a statement and he backpedaled, yeah. like as, as I mentioned earlier. However, now hints and teases from leakers on Twitter, including I don't even know how to say this user's name, OECUF0 <laughs> and Yzusan are both known anime leaking accounts so just like how we follow video game leaking accounts and we have people like dust golem we have people like uh tom henderson uh special nick all the nick baker all these people these are that the equivalent of that for the anime world which i did not even know was a thing Uh, but they are suggesting that a new anime based on a game with challenging gameplay from playstation is being developed alongside a remake remaster of the same game yeah so this next, this next couple of points are just notes, by the way. You don't have to read those. But yes, Brett, I'm listening to you. The one that I think is the most compelling is they released a tweet that was a series of emojis. Right. And they, they don't spell it out for you exactly what they're trying to leak. They want you to guess a little bit and they're playing with you a little bit. So I like this interpretation that uh, Alexander and Gamer put online. Yeah. And the way they deciphered it. Do you have the emojis up? It is behind us. Yes. So the first is there's a two and then a mask. Don't this one is probably the least compelling one, but they think that the two represents that there's two game, two, two pr- projects or two games or something, not just one. Um, and then there's a controller with like a recycle symbol or like a loop. And mm-hmm. people are speculating that means that it's a remaster. It's being recycled. It's a game that has already come out. And then obviously the X, the square, the triangle, and the circle are the PlayStation Studios logos or whatever. They're symbols on the controller. And then there's a one and then a soon emoji and then a 24. And that is leading this person, Alexander Gamer, to read that as the remaster is soon. uh, And then the anime will come out in 2024. So if it's not Bloodborne... (laughs) Some of the other games that people are speculating could be Neo mm-hmm. because the two could represent the two games. The mask represents some of the imagery you might see in Neo. Mm-hmm. And Neo was not developed, but published by PlayStation outside of Japan. That's right. Uh, Elden Ring is another game with a high skill skill ceiling. So it could be Elden Ring. Yeah. Sekiro, which probably yeah. would make you real hard. Or Demon Souls. Yeah, I just I don't think that <clears throat> Elden Ring or Sekiro demand remakes and definitely not Demon Souls where we just got oh, a remake. Right. Well, I agree with you. So and those aren't I mean, Demon Souls, I guess, is PlayStation. Elden Ring had PlayStation exclusivity with advertising, but not a PlayStation game. And same thing with Sekiro. I should mention it doesn't necessarily mean a remaster is coming as well. That's just one interpretation. OK, could be just another game, a new entry in the series. Sure. So oh, three. Yeah. But I think, well, regardless to me, I still think Bloodborne is the most compelling one. I think second place is Neo. Um, but Bloodborne just has so much more cash, you know, and weight yeah. behind it. Um, can I can I request you pull something up? Yeah. So I want you to type in uh, the artist's name is a little hard to spell, so I wouldn't just type in Doro. He Doro Bloodborne. Oh, I like her. 
Her name is Q Hayushida, I believe. Yeah. He's so he's fucking awesome, by the way. There's a Bloodborne graphic novel, and Q Hayushida actually did cover art for it. Right. And I'm here to tell you, if it's anything like this, I'm yeah, in. Here it is. I'm so in. We're so back. Bloodborne is so back. What an awesome series that would be if it was done by the Doro Hidoro uh, artist, illustrator, mangaka. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. She's a she's a man, mangaka, dude. She's a, what a she can. Yes, do she is. Yeah, she can gaka on my man. I don't know. Oh, God. Um, so I don't know, man. I think a Bloodborne anime would be cool. And I'm kind of praying and hoping this is Bloodborne because I really want to remaster so fucking bad. I want it now. Dude, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Or and a sequel. You conflate this with Jaffe stuff. I mean, the, this has been going on for a long time. Demon Souls is going to be going on for... Demon Souls came out alongside the console, which has been over two years, right? Yeah. And Blue Point is apparently not tied to the Metal Gear Solid project that everyone's been talking about. What has Blue Point been working on? Bloodborne. And that's the thing is too is like it would probably be more of a remaster than a full remake like Demon Souls, right? Or or like a some somewhere in between where it's more than a remaster, but it's not a remake. Yeah, you know, which they thrive in, dude. And here's the thing, dude. The game, it makes sense. So from software developed the game, right? But the student, the, it was PlayStation that published the game, and they own the rights to the IP of Bloodborne. And it was so, co- co-developed by Japan Studio too, right? Right. Who unfortunately well, no longer exists. Well, no longer exists. The people that they they don't exist, but the people, people that were there they they were absorbed. Yeah, they were absorbed. The people did not die. No, they did not die. Japan Studio is closed, but some of the people from Japan Studios are now part of a Sobi team of Sobi. Right. So here's the thing: PlayStation can basically. I mean, listen, From Software is very busy right now. Yeah, they're working on the Elden Ring DLC. They have Armored Core coming out. Yeah. I don't even know. They could be working on a third game. I, I truly oh, don't are. know. They are. It's it's the next Sekiro game that's happening. So what I'm trying to say is PlayStation was like, yo, if you guys ain't making this, doing anything with this, this thing that made us a lot of money that we know there's demand for. Okay. I got you. Blue yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, you guys did Demon Souls? Oh. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. Oh, Nixies, you want to you want to you want to port this to uh, PC for us? Hey, anime studio. Hey, Q Hayashida, you want to make an anime? <laughs> Where's Dora Hidoro season two, dude? Yeah. Oh, no. I imagine you're making Bloodborne. I, ima- I imagine Jim Ryan saying that, and that makes me laugh. Uh, Q Hayashida. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Jim-, yeah. Jim Ryan. As he's holding his fucking controller like a Neanderthal. Oh, my God. That would be fucking awesome, though, if they, if, if they fucking. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm yeah. hyping myself up, dude. This PlayStation Showcase better get announced already. Oh, my God, dude. Can you imagine if this is at a PlayStation Showcase? Listen, we've talked about it now two weeks in a row on the channel. We have videos about Konami shit with it, and we have video two weeks ago speculating just first-party shit, really. Dude, can you imagine if in that first-party stuff a Bloodborne remake or remaster is there with a Bloodborne anime? Bro, I'm fucking burning down my house. I can't do it, dude. On stream, live. I'm whipping out. I'll it. whip out. I'll whip it out on stream. I'll fuck Konami stuff. The Konami stuff alone is like dude. big. And I'm trying. Bloodborne to do- on top, dude. 
I'm trying to be oh, rational no. about this, but I really, dude, they haven't said anything. In so, dude, long. instead, we're just gonna get Suicide Squad. Oh my god. Well, I'll be on a fucking Suicide Squad if that happens. Uh, no doubt we'll see Spider Man finally in a release date. Yeah, I and which is great. I can't wait for Spider Man, but I don't give a I don't give a fuck about that compared to some of this other shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's move. All right, on. let's move on. Uh, so listen, we're going to talk about Resident Evil, but before we do, I have a little message for, for our viewers. What's up, everybody? Brett and Josh here sitting down to talk about reports that Resident Evil 9 is likely in development over at Capcom. This news would not be too surprising as Capcom has been hitting a series of home runs with the Resident Evil franchise, with both RE4 Remake and RE8 being the most recent critically and commercially well-received entries in the series. We have new information surrounding a working title, what characters it might include, and how it could play into the larger world of Resident Evil. That's right, Brett. So listen, if you're interested in Resident Evil, gaming news, reactions, deep dives, and more, I'm here to tell you you're in the right place. Be sure to hit that subscribe button now to stay up to date on all of our content related to the world of gaming. Listen, by subscribing, you're going to be part of a community of like-minded individuals who share your passion for gaming. So do it. Don't hesitate, Brett. Without further ado, let's hop into this story let's take out the shotguns and shoot ourselves in the head all right am i getting this you getting this uh i'll i'll, I'll start it so basically now and to preface everything this info is taken from a portuguese gaming website and i want you to take it all with a grain of salt i don't like this guy who we got this from yeah i don't like him well forget him i've looked at his source right i'm okay with the source okay that's fair yeah i like dust golem but yeah um, so I don't even know where to start here. Cause there's a lot, I think, I think where I'll start before I get into the actual specifics is this is like we said at the top, obviously resident evil nine is in development. I think there's no question about that. I think they would be really stupid and dumb not to make a resident evil nine. Okay. So that's, there's no speculation on that. They yeah, haven't announced a lot it, of, they're making so much money off that franchise right now. It's happening. And they're going to keep up the cadence where there's a mainline release. And then there's, then there's a remake until they're done with the remakes. And then, you know, whatever they'll start remaking the remakes. Yeah, exactly. No, they won't do that. Um, not yet, at least. So listen, apparently resident evil nine. And again, take this with a grain of salt, uh, is titled apocalypse apocalypse you can see the fake logo behind us uh, i don't know who to give credit to for that i guess this the source so it's apparently titled apocalypse and like its predecessor village it combines the number nine and roman numerals within the name so it it is going to be the last game to star longtime franchise lead chris redfield but it won't end with his death apparently as he's alive at least 16 years later to keep an eye on rose winters we know that right. because of the dlc for re8 Correct. And Jill is supposed to survive as well. And again, take all this with a grain of salt. These are just, you know, what is said to be in this. So it's obviously going to be single player, no co-op, no surprise there. Jill Val Valentine is apparently going to return and play a similar role to Ada Wong in RE4. What do you think about that element specifically? It's one of the things that makes me think this is fake. Because, really? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, oh, there has to be an Ada character. So Jill's now going to be the Ada character. Yeah. Know um but maybe similar more, of a plot beat perhaps maybe more interesting lilo is the story is supposed to follow chris as he heads towards the bsaa in europe what is that uh the big salty s 
ass assassins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jump in the comments. Let us know what it is. I guess I should look it up, but I didn't. Right oh, after the it. oh, right after the end of Ari Village, without mention the history and con con continuity. The bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance. Okay. Um. So, what about this last point, though? Brett? Apparently, without mention of the history or the continuity of the winters, what do you think about that? Because to me, I mean, Chris is obviously going to be involved again. We saw spoilers for eight. He's in the end of eight, right? With um, Ethan's daughter, Rose. But why wouldn't to me? It seemed like Rose was going to take over. And there was the Rose DLC, which was cool. But what do you think about that? I think this is just. It's just the end of the I and mean, they've, they've said this. It's the end of the winters saga. I think oh, that they did say that. I think that they're done. Right. I think that the, the DLC was a nice way to kind of like give it closure and, and you know. Because the ending of Resident Evil 8 was very strange with uh, with Rose. Yeah. They kind of had to follow that up. And then the DLC came out and had the same exact ending, basically, which is very weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's the end of, of their saga. They'll be mentioned. I, I just think that Rose is not going to be really part of it. Right. Um, so the game has apparently been in development for two years, which would align with the end of Resident Evil 8, with recycled assets from Village and RE4. This is contrary to reports by Dusk Goldham, who stated that it's been in development for six to seven years. So this remains questionable. Uh, I don't know about that. I would trust Dusk Goldham over this source, but... I would too, but six to seven years sounds like a long time. Yeah, I don't know why they'd be developing a Resident Evil game for that long. Yeah. Especially with the cadence that they've been on. Uh, anyway, Claire Redfield is reportedly going to make a brief appearance. I don't know about that. Leon and Ada won't make an appearance in RE9. Uh, Leon's last chronological appearance was in RE6, followed by uh, followed by the Death Island movie. Um, was it? Has it really been since RE6? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Um, here's what I want to say about all this. How would someone know all of this? Like, how would a leaker obtain this information? Like, oh, yeah, Claire's in it for a a brief scene like why would that i don't know this just seems like it to me it's like they're trying to make everybody happy by being like your favorite character will make their brief appearance your right. favorite character is going to be in this like i don't know i just feel like this is stuff that like nobody would really know right you know yeah <laughs> like or it, care about which is perfect because the next point is the game's ending apparently is going to revolve around the sacrifice of a loved one but like claire and chris or yeah chris and claire I would imagine. I, guess. I don't fucking know. Uh, and then the last couple points here are about. Oh, my God. Talking about castles and all that shit. But what I want to the last I like point this, I, though, the last point I want to talk about is the enemies. Yeah, um, there's apparently like going to be mythological enemies which are expected to appear previously reported to be Wendigo like creatures, which I think that previous report was from Dusk Golem. And there will be an explanation uh, on them as the franchise has no supernatural elements but rather science fiction explaining creatures through biological experiments which is true like the werewolves in eight right um and zombies are apparently set to return partially but i mean zombies haven't been a super big focus of the franchise actually in a while chronologically speaking so i think that's interesting typical zombies right 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 um so yeah i i take all of this with a massive grain of doo-doo salt to be honest with you um that being said, I'm down for a Chris game. You know, I'm down for weird mythological enemies. I'm down for more castles. Uh, basically, here's what I'm down for. If Capcom can keep the quality up that we saw in 7 and 8 and even the remakes, um, then I'm here to tell you I'm going to suck them off because 
I mean, these last few Resident Evil games have been nothing short of awesome. I think RE3 remake was a odd miss. Not even a miss. It just wasn't as good. Coming off of two, there's just it just wasn't as good. Um, and it's possible it just didn't translate well from the original yeah. game. And know? I don't think I don't really think it's bad. I just think out of all of them, it's the weakest and my least favorite. Uh, but that being said, it's still a good game. You know what I mean? Even even though it's not as good as the other ones, it's still good. So if they can keep I, that cadence up. Yeah, I liked three. I, I actually didn't know people didn't like it until after I beat it. And then everyone was like, that game sucked. I was like, I didn't really hate it at all. It was pretty good. It didn't suck. So. I don't think it was as good as two. I think it's no. pretty obvious. Um, I actually, <laughs> is this going to be a, a hot take? I don't even think four was as good as two. Truthfully, the remake, the remake. Yeah, you're smoking sorry. crack. Sorry, I totally I think, different. I just think two was better. I still loved four, but out of the, out of the three of the remakes, I think two is still maybe my favorite. I don't. know. It's also been a while since I've played it, so two has like a lot better of like a horror hero yeah. horror with the zombies. Yeah, and stuff. four has exactly what I wanted to have too. Uh, well, absolutely. Yeah, they they definitely cut the right amount of action out and put more horror injected that into there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think two had also had like that dual storyline thing going on, right? Which is the character, right? Really that was cool. cool. Yeah, but no, four has the campiness that I like and the over the top of ridiculousness that yeah. that I really love. So, um, listen, I think it's obvious that nine is in development. I think it's obvious that they're con- con- going to continue with the remakes. I think five and six are obvious. I think Resident Evil one is obvious, um, and I think I almost feel like they would go back to one first but i don't have any instead of going to five yeah um but i think they're all gonna happen my thing is i feel like they would be quicker to re completely remake completely remake five and six. Oh yeah they have to be remade yeah like not even graphically i mean like i feel like they should go go back to the round board a little bit round up you got to figure out why those games did not hit and correct it yeah especially six five is like Five is a, is a serviceable. We haven't finished it, you and I. We yeah. were playing it together. Yeah. But, you know, critically and, you know, fans alike, five is not the worst thing ever, but after four is not what people really were looking for. Right. Six, however, which is like the culmination of everything up to that point, was just such a miss. And you could play as all the characters. Like, it's just yeah. a miss. I know nothing about six. Nothing. It's literally just like, the, literally the culmination where it's like yeah. the Avengers end game. Right. But it's bad. Yeah. Um. So, listen, this is obvious. I don't know about the specifics about all these details. I, I'm hesitant to see. But we can kind of put it in our back pockets and revisit it uh, in the future and, and kind of compare and contrast. Um, like I said, I put more stock in what Dusk Golem releases than what this Portuguese gaming website releases um, or what our Twitter source had, who, um, just to give him credit, I guess, is, what's his name? Rhino? Rhino the Bouncer? I don't know. Yeah, and when I said I didn't like him, I don't mean I don't like him as a person. I meant I've been seeing a lot of leaks from him, and it makes yeah. me nervous that they're not all real. Right. Right, but he's not even the source of them. He yeah, he just reports regurgi- like us. right. He regurgitates it. So I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. But I don't put a ton of stock in the specifics. But I'm down for a Chris game. I think it's obvious that it's happening. Anything else to say about uh, Resident Evil Nine, aka Apocalypse, Brent? Before we wrap up, yeah, the logo looks cool. But to be fair, like, don't you think you could have come up with a name if it's real? Like, you could have come up with a name that actually uses like an X in it. That's supposed to be a Y. Yeah. I know. And the they L. tried. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. 
What what's yeah. a what's a game with a I'm not that's gonna be oh it would have to be an IX. Yeah. What about Resident Evil X. Zing? Zing, dude. Like Zing, like crossing, like Zing, you know? Like watch out for the ducks zing. Like zing? X X I N G. Like it's like a that would yield. Be backwards. It's IX. Oh, you're right. So like I said, uh, Dix, D I X. Dix. Uh six. Resident Evil nine, six. Or Resident Evil six, not sixty nine. I have to poop. All right. All right. We're done here. It's been an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, it's been a longer episode, but I mean, yeah. we did say that at the beginning. There was a lot to get into. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did. Meaty episode, meaty fucking episode. Lost Just like in the here. turd, I'm about to drop. Yeah, so listen. Uh, we hope everybody enjoyed Happycast episode 105. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you're subscribed and you hit that notification bell so that you stay up to date on everything that we have. The channel is really strong. Thank you, everybody out there that's subscribing and watching. Our videos are doing pretty good, um, at least comparatively. And, you know, we're get, getting some more subscribers. If you're new here, thank you. If you're new here and you like what you see, make sure you share it with your friends. Um, any closing comments, Brett? Uh, yeah. Thank you for watching. See you next time. That's awesome, dude.